0: From the University of Alberta Alumni Association, it's about the job. I'm guest host Joyce Yu.
1: Make sure your personality shows through even though it is uh, on, a, on a video. Prepare your answers the same way you would for a regular interview with good supporting narratives and stories and show them why you're a good fit for a position. Don't just tell them that you are. And I think those things will uh, will, will trump anything else that goes
0: in this mini-episode, we talked to Tyree McCracken from the Career Center about distance interviews and how to prepare when the interview is being held remotely. He gives us some tips on how to set up our physical space, also how to recover if unexpected technical difficulties come up, and tactics that we can practice before the interview. And since this conversation with Tyree is being held online, we're able to practice these tips with each other. So we'll start with what's your name and what's your job? Uh,
1: thanks, Joyce. My name is Tyree McCracken and I work at the Career Center at the University of Alberta and I'm a a, a career advisor and I work primarily with graduate students. um, That's uh, master's students and PhD students or PhD researchers as well as postdoctoral fellows um, on uh, career related topics.
0: Today is May 25th, and right now most of the world is in quarantine because of COVID-19. So interviews are mostly happening online. That might be new or strange or stressful for some people. What would your advice be for people who are preparing for an interview online?
1: You're right, Joyce. It does add another layer of stress to the interview process um, because, I mean, interviewing itself is a somewhat uh, artificial setting where we go in somewhere, we meet with somebody, we sit down, they ask the questions, they seem to hold a lot of the power in that, uh, in that setting. And if you add a whole bunch of, uh, new variables to that, um, it really does add stress because we're even less familiar with the format of, uh, of, um, video interviews. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, um, there's a few things I would suggest, but when dealing with the idea of that added stress, one thing that we can control are, uh, there are certain variables we can control. And any of those that we can, we have to try to do our best to control those, right. but also be accepting of the fact that there are other things we can't control. For example, I might start to lag on this uh, recording right now, or Um, we could lose a connection, or somebody could have technical issues. And those are things we can't control. Um, Even something like setting, Um, I have a fairly small house and a large family. And (laughs) so there are going to be distractions. So saying, well, you know what, I will do my best to encourage people around me to to be quiet, but Mm -hmm. there's only so much I can do. And I think that's Um, that's really important for sure.
0: And I think that because we're all currently in the same or similar situation, that during the interview, there might be a little bit more empathy for those unexpected hiccups that come along. We're all susceptible to having our internet cut out or experience lags or delays in the conversation or even have something pop up on screen that was unexpected. With that in mind, are there different ways to prepare for an online interview versus an in-person interview?
1: I think that the way we prepare to answer the question Um, needs to be the same.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we have to probably be prepared to repeat answers and then also, um, allowing, if we're the one doing the interview, we allow that person who's answering a certain level of grace. Um, and sometimes interviewers themselves might be, uh, distracted by something in their background. So there's that, that, like you mentioned, that sort of mutual grace for the, the possibility that there can be disruptions, a a child or a cat walking through the, through the, uh, view, but um, I think uh, I think we uh, we uh, show some grace, but also try to control those things to a certain extent. Now, nobody expects us to set up a television studio and look like a newscaster, um, mm-hmm. you know. And and so we think about how we appear on screen is actually important. We were lucky enough to do uh, 40 interviews for a student position at the career center, mm-hmm. and through those 40 interviews. Um, me and two other colleagues learned quite a bit about this process of video interviewing just by observing those people we interviewed. And, and, um, so there, there's a lot of things out there right now on do's and don'ts of, uh, doing video interviews and things like that. And do this, yeah. don't do that, prepare this way, prepare that way. Mm-hmm. However, just speaking from our experience, um, you know, there's some little things that affected, um, affected the interview. And so while we could have some grace for somebody having a technical issue, mm-hmm. um, other things within their control, um, like we had some people with simple setup issues where they'd have a bright window behind them. And so all you would see was sort of this, this dark silhouette of their face. Yeah. Um, we can control that. We could turn around. Um, another thing to think about, there's so many non, uh, nonverbal cues that we get in an in-person interview, the person's posture, uh, the person's facial expressions. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, actors, when they're preparing to do something that's going to be up on a stage or on screen, they overact a lot of times, um, or they play it big in, in practice, like bigger facial expressions, and, and uh, they, they use their body motions, uh, especially if they're on stage, they exaggerate their body motions. Cause we know that when the actual show happens, people are going to tighten it up a bit. And that's the same for interviews. And it doubles when you're on screen and all we can see is your face, thinking about how to appear human and less wooden and making sure that we are ourselves. We let our personalities show through mm-hmm. and we use our facial expressions and our, and our tone of voice so that we don't just look like this disembodied head droning on uh, separated by a screen. But so people can see a little bit of who we are and a little taste of our personality and things like that, because that's important in a a job
0: interview of any kind. Absolutely. Do you have any advice for somebody who's already very nervous about an interview process, speaking about themselves, meeting new people and being in that type of environment where you already feel like there's a lot of factors out of your control? But then, on top of that, perhaps adding a technology that they're not comfortable with, or having those technical difficulties come up that they didn't anticipate, and they're having trouble recovering.
1: For sure, I think. Well, a couple of things. Um, first, is to, to understand that the person who's interviewing you is probably in a similar boat, and um, a, a little bit of humor and openness of saying, "Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry," um, you know, my my dog. Uh, has just came and sat on my lap, and I need to set him down now. And and being able to to just think, you know, we're all human beings here. Uh, you know, knowing that that person will allow you some grace. And that's, that's important.
0: And that actually helps bring out some of your personality, right? Where you it can maybe break the um, the wall a little bit and can have that more human element.
1: Yeah, the more the person sees you as human, the better. And, yeah. and uh, we need to sort of break this this wall between us when we're talking about the technology. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that that can really help beforehand is is, is the idea of practice. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you go you go to the you go to the butter dome and you watch the the track athletes practicing, and you think, well, a hundred meter sprint, you run as fast as you can for a hundred meters mm-hmm. or sixty meters if it's indoor or whatever, but they're there for hours every day, practicing every little bit of their stride. They're practicing running over and over and over for something that lasts a matter of seconds. Well, the idea of practice is important. So we yes. take something that's unnatural, like just jumping up and running as fast as we can, mm-hmm. or taking another person down, or going to an interview, we take something that's unnatural, and we practice it until it becomes natural for us. So we Physically, that's our muscle memory. But it's yeah. similar with interviews. You take an unnatural setting, and you have to practice it. If we practice something um, like a sport, shooting pucks at a wall or whatever it is, yeah. why wouldn't we practice something as important as an interview? Mm-hmm. So, do a mock interview with somebody. Get a friend to meet you on Google Hangouts and do a mock interview, at, and deal with some of the problems. Yeah, you know, may- maybe your your cat uh, spilled a coffee. Maybe uh, a kid with muddy shoes walked through the background. Whatever it is. Get used to dealing with those things, get used to this setting, and then break it down out and say, well, how did I do? What do you think? And go through it, either with somebody who does this for a living, like us at the career center, or a friend or a relative, somebody who can really help you out, and do it a few times, because we need to do these things repetitively to get better at them and get more comfortable with them. There's no reason you can't do a few practice interviews. Definitely. It's a really important thing.
0: Yeah, and do you think that there are actually uh, more uh, some benefits for an online interview that you don't get in an in-person interview?
1: Uh, for some people, it might be less nerve wracking than, uh, than than getting uh, you know getting dressed and worrying about travel and what yeah. bus do I have to take? Am I going to get there on time? Uh, what's it going to be like there? What's the setting going to be like? And that can produce a, a whole new. Um, uh, group of anxieties was mm-hmm, when you're definitely. in a video interview, um, I've, I've sat here before, mm-hmm. I've looked at this screen before, um, I know where I am, I'm in my house, I'm really familiar with this setting. So um, those things can perhaps provide me some comfort and help me deal with some of the anxiety. The other thing is, you have the chance to have a bunch of notes with you, you have the chance to practice right up until you're ready to go, um, and so you're in your own element, you're in your own setting there, not somebody else's place. So that can definitely change the power dynamics. Because right now, yeah, I'm just a floating head on your screen. You're a floating head on my screen. Whereas if we're in somebody's office, and they're set behind a big oak desk, uh, with a high back leather chair, and you're sitting on some creaky little chair facing them, it can make it feel a whole lot more nervous than when we're kind Of, on an equal playing field, yeah, there.
0: that's a really good point because I find that, um, my biggest stressors when it comes to going to an interview, when it comes to going to a new setting or meeting new people not even a job interview is, uh, is the, is the traffic, is getting there on time, not not knowing exactly where I need to be, and then also being in their space and their energy while I'm at home, I can control my own environment as best as I can, uh,
1: yeah, I think that's yeah, and, and that. I think some people are probably more sensitive to that than others, and mm. and I totally hear what you're saying. The idea of you know being your own energy space, yeah, I think that's <laughs> important too. Yeah.
0: Other than the technical areas like finding better lighting, finding a quiet space for the interview with no or minimal interruptions, are there any common mistakes during an online interview that people make?
1: Uh, yeah, I I found myself very uh, quite frustrated when it was really hard to hear somebody mm-hmm. and um, and I, I felt like that old person at a family reunion who's hard of hearing who gets frustrated and shouts at everybody because I couldn't hear what people were saying <laughs> and oftentimes what we were what we were dealing with there was uh, people who who didn't use headphones and didn't have a, an area that absorbed sound very well so as I spoke I could hear my voice echoed back out of their computer and, and vice versa. And, and w- when there was bad echoes or bad sound quality, yeah. it's really tough um, and uh, interviewers get frustrated by that because they need to hear what you're saying. So, um, uh, so, so using headphones I think is, is a plus unless you have an incredible space with great sound absorbing quality and stuff, but a big sort of empty room, which most people are, you know, there's people sort of in a room in their basement somewhere or, or down in the cellar, and it was, you know, it was almost like a cell. Uh, they were really echoey, and uh, so, so using headphones, um, I, I think even a, a cheap pair of headphones is, is better than the uh, the computer's uh, uh, microphone and speaker if you're not in a in a sort of a soundproof area. That was really important. Um, I like I like earbuds. I found. Um, and it's just because I haven't seen people always walking around in gaming headphones. It's not as common to me. But yeah. <laughs> people in an interview wearing these massive things that look like a Vietnam uh, helicopter pilot—it was a bit <laughs> off-putting. Although the sound quality, I'm sure, was great for them. Yeah. I, think, I think ear, earbuds are good, but um, yeah. if all you have is you know a big set of cans on your ears, that's fine. Oh. That's fine. But uh, yeah. um, for sure, I think that was that was a common thing. Another thing I thought was. Some people may have had uh, sort of multiple screens or notes or something, and I found some of our inter- interviewees um, they didn't realize the importance of eye contact,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is a false thing on, on a video interview. So um, perhaps they had a large screen and they were looking at themselves in the bottom corner on the tiled view, so they were always they were always mm-hmm. facing away from from the the camera. Whereas I try as much as I can to to Keep my eyes like it's great if I can look straight into this camera because Mm -hmm. then it seems like I'm making eye contact, Mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, biologically as human beings, we know that's really effective when we're making eye contact with people. We create a connection. So if if I only saw people looking away from me the whole time, subconsciously. Uh, it gives you the impression that they are not engaged and and they're not talking to you, Uh, even though I know it's just a a factor of the the situation. I mean, it seems intuitive, but it it isn't necessarily, that it's important to try to make eye contact and and think about the person you're speaking to.
0: That's a great tip. Thank you so much. Is there any uh, advice that uh, we haven't covered that you'd like to share as as a last thought?
1: Um... I think it's just important to reiterate to control what you can. Yeah. But to, to understand that you can't control everything and, yeah. and to, to allow yourself some grace, but, but uh, allow the other person some grace as well. Make sure your personality shows through, even though it is uh, on a, on a video. Prepare your answers the same way you would for a regular interview mm-hmm. with good supporting narratives and stories and show them why you're a good fit for a position. Don't just tell them that you are, and yeah. I think those things will, uh, will, will trump anything else that goes on.
0: Thanks everyone for checking out this episode of What The Job. Special thanks to the Career Centre for sharing their expertise with us today. You can check out all of the services offered by the Career Centre for Students and Alumni at uab.ca/cc. And remember, if you're looking for a way to connect with your UAlberta community for career advice, check out Switchboard at uab.ca slash sboard. It's free to use and a great tool no matter where you are in your career journey. For What the Job, I'm Joyce Yu. Thanks for listening.